When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here she is, Lindsay Baseball, with what we all need to know. Well, what you need to know is that California has rolled out the mobile driver's license pilot program, and it is now available to the general public. They announced this today. The program is limited, but here's a few things that you need to know. Um, In the early stages of the program, they're going to cap participation at 1.5 million people. All you need to participate in it is a driver's license and a smartphone. Uh, the DMV's wallet app can be downloaded from, you know, your Apple Store or Google Play if you're one of those weird green bubble Android users. Um, you have to have an iPhone 6 or an Android 7 or newer. And basically, it's super secure. Um, it uses biometrics and encryption. And it's like among the highest federal and international security standards. So... You don't have to worry about anybody hacking into it and stealing your information, all that stuff. And yeah, it's going to be a, a it's supposed to offer a quick and secure identity check at airports uh, without even having to hand over your phone. You just kind of like scan it through stuff. So, yeah, I feel like this is something that I'm going to have to try. Can I just get a little clarification around this? Because the way you started it, it made me feel like I was going to go try and get a driver's license, but not at a DMV. I was going to show up at some mobile place. What, can you just explain the beginning part of it again, what it is? Yeah. If you go to your wallet on your phone, do you have an iPhone? Yeah. Okay. Go to your iPhone right now. Okay. I'm going. I'm in my wallet. Okay. I only have 1%, so I can't do this for too long. Why don't you plug your phone in? I don't have a charger. You think I would just leave it at 1%? I mean, I just didn't understand. Charge it. Oh, it just died doing this. Forget <laughs> it. So, so there's a DMV wallet app, like okay. um, a California okay. DMV wallet app, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And they say that as long as like you have, you have a current driver's license, mm-hmm. then you can use the app. And basically, they it prompts you to do everything. So, like, it prompts you to scan your actual driver's license, and then it's going to verify it using, like, the face biometrics thingy where you take, like, you know, like, the camera live takes a mm-hmm. photo of your face and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, similar to, like, if you've ever downloaded, like, a crypto wallet, like Bitcoin or anything like that, like, it, it uses all of that type of technology to scan that information into your phone. So, that way, when you go to the airport and or if you get pulled over or whatever, you could just open up the app and it shows your your driver's license without actually having to take out your wallet. Okay, I'm uh, actually I'm I'm literally downloading the app right now. I've never heard of this before. Well, that's because it just came out today. Yeah, this is cool. Okay. So create your MDL today and and I'm looking at the front of the app it says I'm at the DMV. I want to enroll remotely. Okay? I guess that's me. I want to enroll remotely. Okay. All right, interesting. I'm going to try this out. I'd love to be How many people get to do this? Um, 1.5 million is what they're going to cap it at. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get this done. I'm gonna try and see if I can do this. Maybe I can be one of these people. And, and at least just for now, because they just want to make sure, because it's still a pilot program. They just want to make sure that it works. And they said that like 
Some local police and highway patrol officers may not accept the digital driver's license yet, but, like, you know, this is one of those things where it's new. We're, we're getting people enrolled. We're going to see how it works, see how it goes. I mean, there's other places that do this. I don't think that this is a big deal. Okay. I'm, but it's uh, cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try know. this. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to start this thing. Everything's on your phone these days. And, and so if you're George Sedano, you're just SOL, I guess, because his phone's dead. Right. Eventually I could do it, but, yeah, right, right now. Yeah. Why didn't, Why didn't you, you charge, charge it? it? Yeah, because yeah. I don't have a charger. What the hell do you think so? Why do you not have a charger? Because I forgot it. All right. Well, got a lot going on. Answer. Got a lot going on there. It's an acceptable answer, I suppose. I packed every. I packed the Comrex. That's good. We needed you on the air. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, when when Greg was out of commission for a couple days and he needed a charger and I couldn't bring it to him because the traffic was really bad, I door dashed him a charger. <laughs> Because he needed one, and he couldn't well, go get one. But that's a smart idea, door dashing him the yeah, charger. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, man, poor Greg. He really needs to use his phone. He's, you know, you know how Greg is. Like, he needed his phone. He needed something. So I door dashed him a charger and, you know, some snacks to boost his morale. Well, I'll, I'll just nice. say this. That was very sweet of you, but let me just say something. Coming up today during Dealer's Choice, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys about a new app that has changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure none of you guys have ever heard of it before, just so you know. Oh, so it's not, not sighted. <laughs> no, sighted is not really an app. Sighted is a software company. You should make it an app. Well, it is. There is a mobile there app. Is that app. Is, there oh. is an app for consumers on iPhones, oh. but that's not really what the business is. The business is a whole. I mean, it's just, it's software, so it doesn't really count. You've you know? evolved. But wait, we have evolved in a big way. I mean, you could be an app. <laughs> Most apps are also like mobile websites slash software, right? Yeah, but. But right now, like, the business is not really the consumer mobile app. It's so, okay. We don't okay. have to talk about this. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you bring it up, and I appreciate that. I think it's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> I think it sounds like, sounds like a lot of support. <laughs> I'm just know? curious. Want well, to make sure that everybody has access to Sighted, just like they do with the driver's license? Well, and, go to Awful Announcing, and you'll see Peter King wrote there. You exactly. Go to awfulannouncing.com. Go to LakersNation.com. Go to YardBarker.com. There's plenty of places that are, and we're early. I mean, we're just early stage now, man, but we're getting rolling. I mean, man, we are growing. We have grown a lot this year. Yeah, I Big love time. Awful Announcing. That's one of my favorite sites. Same with me, which is why when I was able to solicit their owner and say, hey, man, we got to put these polls on your site and help you make a bunch of money and collect all this data and segment your audience and do all these cool things that Sided does. Once he put it on, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Because I love Awful Announcing. It's one of my favorite sites. Except when was I'm it? on it. I was going to say, except wait. Except when I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> except, when, except when I say something really dumb and they put me on there. Yeah. Cappy. Yo. Um, Caleb Williams' dad said something. I don't think it's dumb. I think what he said is great. I actually am all for it. Caleb Williams' dad basically said that the NFL system stinks, which, look, I, I, I don't think a lot of people disagree with that. Like, the draft system keeps rewarding bad teams, right? We went over the list earlier of how many times a lot of these awful franchises have had the number one pick in the draft. And he's basically said he's talked to Archie Manning, Talk to Kyler Murray. He's talked to Lincoln Riley, and he's like, "Yo, we we may not, we may not go in the draft if this thing looks like it's going to be some awful franchise. We're not going to reward some awful franchise." And the fact that he spoke to Archie Manning, he said he spoke to him for two reasons. Number one, because obviously the Saints kind of ruined Archie's career in a lot of ways. You know, Archie Archie's career didn't last as long because he physically took an incredible amount of punishment, uh, and then you know they were just terrible around him. It was just a bad organization. And then, obviously, the whole situation with Eli most recently with the Chargers and the Giants. I, I think there's something to this. Like, I, I think that 
they will be more in control because college is a bigger option than it's ever been because of NIL to be in a position to kind of, for lack of a better phrase, call their shot a little bit. Yeah, I don't see it the same way. I think that what will happen is this. Um, the the SC season will come to an end, and presumably uh, Caleb Williams is going to be the best player in college football again, and he's going to win another Heisman Trophy. And if you're a USC fan, hopefully uh, USC will make it to the playoff. And all of the things that people were saying about Caleb after his you know, sophomore year, they'll be saying after his junior year. And he will be considered the number one overall pick. And and what we talked about earlier today was his option could be, hey, look, I'm, I'm looking at the NFL season. I think this team's going to have the number one pick. Or these five teams are all in line for the number one pick. And I don't want to play for those guys, those guys, them, them, or them. Okay, what are my choices? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go back to school for one more year, which, by the way, 10 years ago, George, People will be like, are you out of your mind? You can't go back to school. You're going to pass up on all this money. But the fact of the matter is, is that Caleb Williams is making so much money right now. When I say so much, I don't have a number for you, but it is a seven-figure number according to you know any reports you might read. George, I think you had a website that talked about well, who he, the He made about $3 million this past year. Okay, so here's the thing. If I were to go back to school and I could make $5 million as the USC quarterback – or I could go to the NFL where I have a, I'm making this up, four-year, $40 million contract. Yeah, I'd like to make the $40 million, but you know what? If I don't like who the top teams are, maybe I'll stay at USC for another year. Because at USC, I'm not some broke college kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm a guy who's making millions of dollars. And, and by the way, you know what? That I, I don't have the exact date, but it is January where he has to decide to enter the draft. So the season will be over by then. It the NFL will be, season. Right. And you would know by that time who's the worst who's team, the worst who's going to be the number one pick. Right. Right. Let me give you an example, though. Let, let's say, for example, the Detroit Lions don't have a good year. Now, a lot of people have picked wow. up on some Lions hype, right? They, I was just going to say, if the Lions have a bad year, I feel like we should make sure to check on you. Well, I mean, I am a fan now after watching Hard Knocks last year. I will say this, though. Yeah. Everybody who ridiculed Dan Campbell last year, I was not in the ridicule Dan Campbell boat. I was in the I love Dan Campbell boat. I'll mm. tell you this. I'm watching Hard Knocks with the Jets this year. I know I'm kind of by myself on this. Robert Sala does not, he doesn't sell me. He doesn't make me believe in him. Now, maybe the Jets do believe in him, and maybe he turns out to be a great coach. But I don't, I don't feel that as a viewer. Um, do you guys ever? Did anybody ever watch Hard Knocks, Lindsay? I'm guessing you probably did. When they did yeah, the yeah. Browns, and they had what was the name of the coach? Was it Hugh Jackson? Yes. And he that was, was actually a very entertaining season. It was, but remember, he was completely disrespected by his offensive coordinator in like a meeting, and they showed it all on on Hard Knocks. And you're like, that guy has no control of his team. That's how I feel about Robert Sala. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I just I don't buy him necessarily. You watched any of this, George? No, not one second. Of hard knocks? Yeah, not can't get you into it, huh? Nope. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. I've had but to let, study college football, bro. But okay, yeah, that seems reasonable. Let me, but let me throw it to you this way: hypothetical, mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions, who were eight and nine a year ago, yeah. who have been hyped this year. When you say, "What do you mean it's hyped by who?" By the NFL, they put them on game one against Kansas City no, Thursday night, tomorrow yeah. night. They have. Well, they need they need it because the Lions are never really good. So if they're at least they're. At the very least, the Lions are entertaining because they score a lot of points. Okay, but let's just play this out hypothetically. You ready? Mm-hmm. Lions have a bad year. Guys get hurt. They're right. terrible. 
and they're they become, the number one pick. They're the number one overall pick. Yeah. Caleb Williams goes. I don't want to play there. Maybe not though, because they have really good offensive weapons. Okay, but but, but they, they are but, historically terrible franchise. But that's my point. That's exactly what my point was, though. Is that you might look at them. But and who go, do the Cardinals have? They have they have like Hollywood uh, Brown and like oh not Hollywood Henderson. They don't have no, him anymore. Marquise no. Brown was Hollywood Brown, and they got like nobody. James Conner, he's like a good running back. He's not like a great running back. They got nobody. But what I'm saying is, is that. You know, Caleb Williams might look at it and go, hey, I'm going to be the number one overall pick. The Detroit Lions. I'm just using them as an example. They've got it. You know what? I don't want to play for them. Okay, then don't. Go back to USC or do what Archie Manning did, which is why I think he contacted Archie Manning. Arch, what do I do if my kid's the number one overall pick and I don't want him to play for that organization? Here's what Archie Manning would tell him, George. You want to know what he would say? What would he say? Let them pick your son number one overall. You do not sign with that team. You tell them in advance you won't play for them, and then what they'll do is they'll tr- they'll they'll draft you and they'll move you, and you'll then decide whether you like the team or you don't like the team. Right, and, that you're going to go to eventually, and then you'll be in a you'll be in a, a more controlled right, that's situation. That's what Eli did. Right, that's exactly what Eli Manning did. He beat the system. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, we can argue all day long about whether he did or whether he didn't. All I know is this: he told the Chargers, "We don't want to play for you." Why did he say that, George? Because they were, in his mind, a bad franchise. Right. And so he told them, don't draft my kid. He will not play for you. They said, okay, well, he's the top quarterback. We're going to draft him, and we're going to move him. We're going to get assets for him. And that's exactly what he did. And you know what? Everybody lived happily ever after. Yeah. Eli won two Super Bowls. Chargers got Phillip Rivers. They had 15 years of top-quality quarterback play, and they just never won. Right. And that'll be the same. They won't win this year either. I had to take that shot. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that Beto has said on the air that he's now a Charger fan just because he wants to poke me. I believe it. Not because he really cares about the team. He just wants to see me suffer. Yeah, it would be funny. It just won't happen, though. That's the good news. Oh, my God, but if it did. God, I hope it doesn't. Oh, it would be so good for the show. I know it would be great for the show, but it would be so bad for my real life. Mm. Why your real life? What do you care about that? Like, I mean, dude I'm, so, I'm, dude, I'm the president of the Charger Hater Club. It would be yeah, good for I, your cappy cast, too, I'm sure. I, I take that seriously. I take that title seriously, pal. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, Cappy, yeah, Rich Paul, mm-hmm. agent to the stars, including LeBron James, says that LeBron has had it tougher than any other superstar in NBA history in one specific way. I'll tell you what he said next. But first. Hey, yeah. Let me uh, tell everybody about the 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic. Do you mind if I tell everybody about that? Or are you okay with that? All right, I'll do my own thing. Hey, this Friday, <laughs> it's happening. Okay, it is the SoCal Hyundai ESPN Golf Classic. Hey, the Mason and Ireland Par 3 Challenge is going to be earlier in the day. Team Mason, Mace. Um, and the owner of our station, Sam Pines, taking on Johnny I and Corporate Greg. It's all going to get underway this Friday, 8 a.m., and you're going to be able to follow the battle on social media at ESPN Los Angeles. All of it is hosted by Morales and producer Lindsey Baseball. It's the Mason and Ireland Par 3 Challenge made possible by Black Bear Diner. That's what I wanted to say, George. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris. I was going to go with Girls Just Want to Have Fun because it was released in 1983, I believe. But you went with Macy Gray instead? I did. I love Macy Gray. I yeah, love great. her voice. And yeah. it's her birthday. She turns 56 today. Oh. Foxy Happy Brown. birthday, girl. Yeah. Foxy Brown also turns 45. Which wow. I was like, damn. And, uh, you know, this gorgeous man, Idris Elba. Elba? Oh, he's Elba. a handsome 51. fellow. He's hot, He's man. a handsome, handsome fellow. He's a gorgeous looking dude. Mm. Mm. He's mm-hmm. a good looking man. Yes, I am is. jealous. Yeah, he can come over anytime. Shout out. Oh. Really? What about, what about the boo? I mean, I come over just to like to have dinner, have a drink. You know, the oh, book can not be there. to come over to no, 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 get no. down. No, I no, mean, no. <laughs> no. Let's be real. You invited Andrew's elbow. You ain't just having. If you had your druthers, you ain't just. Having I mean, a drink if if the booze like yeah, he can be your you know little get out of jail your free, fling. you know your hall pass. I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> that or uh, you know, well, I have others. Oh, have oh others. there's others. Yes, Michael Almost B. Yang. Jordan. No, you have talked I mean, about Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan yes, just... we've had talked about that. Yes. Wow. Oi. He's hot, too. Andale. Anyways, Macy Gray, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy Andrews, birthday, Happy Macy birthday, Gray. and uh, Foxy Brown. Happy yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cappy. Yeah, tell me. You were about to talk about something Le- LeBron-related with his agent. Rich Paul. Yeah, tell me. So we have audio of this, right? Rich Paul did a podcast, somebody's podcast. Lindsay? Laura? Yeah, sorry. I was screening the calls for the tickets. Oh, congratulations to the person who won the tickets. Yes, it was Jaime Gonzalez who won the tickets. So hang on, Jaime. Let me get this Jaime, hang on, buddy, real quick. That's the better game of of the year so far. I mean, it's not Nevada and it's not San Jose State. I mean, listen, I don't think Stanford's very good. Maybe the last time you play Stanford. Right. I don't think Stanford's very good. By the way, you and I have not talked about this, but you calling ACC football games this year and Cal and Stanford. Next year, baby. I Your boy's going to be in the Bay Area. I cannot believe Cal and Stanford are uh, – I can't believe Cal and Stanford are going to the ACC. I, mean, I get I it. Can't, I can't you wait know for why? that rivalry. I mean, th- this is very obvious. Notre yeah, Dame wanted them in the conference. 
Oh, it's very and Notre obvious? Dame. Notre Dame has it. Remember, Notre Dame has a deal where they're in the ACC in every sport except football, football. Right. But in football, they agree to play four ACC opponents every year. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really put two and two together that Notre Dame kind of pushed this through. I never even thought about that. But well, yeah, I was Notre oh, Dame was, got this done. All I was thinking about was I can't wait for that rivalry between my Pitt Panthers and Stanford. I can't wait for, well, for listen, Duke and Stanford to go at it in basketball. You know, well, in women's basketball, it would be a huge game. Um, yeah, but, it's not something I watch. But okay. Yeah, we know. But there are people that do. I'm not trying to knock anybody who watches it. I'm just saying that I think Cal and Stanford. They were desperate to try and find a a power conference. Yeah. And the ACC is it. And listen, I don't know how it eventually all works out, but it, what I'm worried about for Cal and Stanford is is that their athletic departments might turn into football, basketball, women's basketball, and you know some other sport for women, so that you know they well, reach the he, Title Nine stuff. Because he, he, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Let okay? me hear. In the not only the ACC, the Big Ten too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All these Olympic sports, they're going to end up playing like tournaments, like jamboree style, okay, in like the middle of the country. The Big Ten's going to probably do it in Chicago. Um, the ACC is going to probably do it in Dallas now that they got SMU as well, okay. And the reality is also this is motivated by money too, in a way, because Stanford and SMU are not taking any of the uh, TV money for like seven, eight, nine years, something like that. Yeah, it just kind of goes back to the beginning of this whole conversation about college football and, and, and really just college sports realignment. If the Pac-12 had a competent person oh, leading the conference... None of this would have happened. Yeah. None of it. And the Pac-12, which is enjoying maybe what might turn into be one of the greatest football seasons in yep. Pac-12 history, Crazy. will also be the final season. It's, it's it Insane. just It really is. I mean, Cal and Stanford. Insane. I'm trying to think who's closest in the ACC. Who's like the closest? Well, SMU now. Okay, SMU, but but go a little bit further east. I'm thinking like Virginia, Virginia Tech, um, Pitt, um, Boston College, on. Syracuse, Miami, uh, no, Florida no, no. State. I think we decided it was Virginia because remember we were talking about the furthest that George would, or the closest that he would ever have to travel? I mean, it's just crazy. Cal and Stanford to the ACC. And you know what? Here's the other part. No, of Louisville. It. Oh, Louisville. There you go. Yeah. Here's the other. Here's the other part of it. I don't think the ACC gets any better. Like, they didn't pick up anything great. I mean, they picked up scraps. Well, they now, picked up great – I mean, both those programs have very good programs in the non-revenue sports, to your point. Yes, but in, yeah, but, in, but, in but football remember, and basketball, in men's basketball, they're not very good. And in football, they're not very good. Although Cal has a history for, for men's basketball where they were good. And so um, does Stanford. Stanford's had, you know, some final correct. fours. But yeah, still, but the, they're a long the, time ago. Yeah, the the their baseball teams right are great. Their non revenue sports are excellent. Yeah, but remember when Stanford started cutting sports during COVID? Yeah, I mean they got rid of a bunch of these Olympic type sports. So I listen. All I'm saying is this: I'm an ACC fan because that's yeah. where my school plays. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed because I don't think the ACC got it. But any you're going to now be able to see Pitt when they play at Stanford or Cal. Yeah, but I, I it's will an say easy this, trip for you. But I do think this, George. I I think we're not quite done yet. Oh no no! Listen, dude. Here's what's going to happen. If you had, if I had to guess, now this would take the conference commissioners to check their egos, or as you like to say, check yourself, bro. Yeah, you got to check yourself, bro. And if 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 this is all leading to this, if the conference commissioners can get on the same page and quote unquote check themselves, there's going to be like a super league. Just like the Champions League in soccer. You know what I mean? Like, and it's going to be 48 teams, 
and they'll be separated 12 teams into four regions, and that's what we're going to do. It's basically going to be the same thing, except it's going to be called something else. It'll not be involved with the NCAA, and ESPN and Fox and NBC and CBS will drive all of it. And so Stanford and Cal joining the ACC sounds good today, but tomorrow or the next day, when when what you predict happens, if that were to go down? I think that we're like five to ten years away because I do think egos get in the way. I just think that, again, Stanford and Cal, uh, I mean, I'm happy for them because they're West Coast schools. And, you know, again, a lot of the teams that I follow will be coming out. But, um, again, from a conference perspective, the conference did not get stronger as a result of picking up Cal and Stanford. If Cal and Stanford were football. desirable. If no. They, no, but really they're just not. If they were desirable programs, the Big 12 would have chosen to take them too. You mean the Big 10? Excuse me. They didn't yeah. do that. And even, by the way, I say the Big 10, even the Big 12 might have decided, hey, Northern California. Yeah, no, well, I, I, don't think, I don't think Stanford and Cal wanted to go to the Big 12 because the ACC is, if, if you look at it, it's there's the a schools. lot, it's a the lot Duke of and Virginia, great North academic Carolina. institutions. Right. Exactly. Right. That's right. And Stanford and Cal think of themselves as bigger and better than the West Virginias and the Texas Techs of the world. Correct. No question. Yes. So I'm with that, you. that plays a part in it. Um, so Rich Paul, back mm-hmm. to that, mm-hmm. uh, was on the Gilbert Arenas podcast, No Chill Gill podcast, and had this to say about LeBron and in, in regards to kind of the GOAT conversation, what he thinks gives him an edge in regards to what he's had to deal with throughout his career. Go ahead. The reality of it is this. When you talk about number one versus number two, He's number one for him, you know, in the greatest of his time or our time in that perspective. But at the end of the day, that's all we had to compare to. We, there was nothing else. Yep. Mike transcended the game. When Kobe came, Kobe was a silhouette of Mike, mm-hmm. right? But LeBron is the first player to have to deal with a 24-7, 365 news cycle of sports and opinions from those that's not even capable or carry the the expertise to give a valid opinion, right? Mm -hmm. In addition to, no, I'm not going to really do it how y'all want me to do it. I'm probably going to do it how I decide to do it. Um, I don't think that's wrong. I mean, LeBron literally grew up in the social media era. He's like the first megastar. I've talked about this a million times. He's the first megastar that started his career while social media was already a thing. What's his point, though? Is that he had to deal with a different level of scrutiny because of that, that Michael did not have to deal with, and even Kobe early on in his career did not have to deal with, and that the other part of the equation that LeBron gets a lot of scrutiny for is because of his player empowerment movement. So that's what he's discussing. Well, I mean, listen, um, I don't disagree that LeBron has lived under a much tighter microscope Mm -hmm. than Michael Jordan did. Uh, Yes, it's true. Michael Jordan. Think about it this way. When we were all, you know, dealing with COVID and we were watching the last dance and treating it like it was literally stuff that was happening today. Um, Michael Jordan, if you remember watching that, and I remember it in real time, did an interview with uh, Ahmad Rashad, okay, <laughs> where he had been in Atlantic City during the Eastern Conference Finals, right. gambling till right. the wee hours of the morning, mm-hmm. and showed up. Forget about just that part of the equation, because that would be monstrous news today. Because could you imagine any superstar in any sport, okay, 
um, leaving in the middle of the conference championship to go gamble, okay, for the entire night. Okay, so that's part one. But the other part, to punctuate this point, is Michael Jordan showed up probably still a little, you know, dealing with the remnants, let's just say, <laughs> of the night before, showing up on national television to sit down with Amon Rashad at the arena in freaking sunglasses like you do in the studio, for God's sake. It's a good look. I like wearing sunglasses inside. It's a good look. If Michael Jordan can do it, if LeBron can do it, why can't I do it? I like if the look. We, if that happened today in 2023 to LeBron or anyone, for that matter, we would be dissecting that like the Zapruder film. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really he's not telling me anything I don't already know, Rich Paul. You know, LeBron has grown up in the social media era and there is more scrutiny because there are more people who have opinions whether they're qualified or you consider them not to be qualified. Everybody's got something to say. But just one last thing about this. LeBron chooses to be part of the social media community. I'm not saying, listen, I'm addicted to it, so I'm not telling you that he shouldn't do it. I mean, I'm on my phone all day, Instagram, Twitter. I'm trying to get into some TikTok. There's all kinds of new stuff always happening. But LeBron's part of it. LeBron puts out a lot, which gives people a lot to talk about. Oh, no, there's no question. He has he he is dealt with it. But what I think what he's referring to specifically is the beginning of his career before he got hip to being able to control the narrative more. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what he's referring to. Like, the early Skip Bayless days of first take – where he's calling him Queen James and all that stuff. Skip Bayless, I, I honestly, I don't even, I, I could, I, I don't even know what I want to say about getting started on this because I'm super into the story now about okay, Stephen how, can A. Can you save it for the take. last segment? Make I can. That your dealer's choice. Yeah, yeah, it's not my dealer's choice. I have a much better dealer's okay, choice. Okay, then how about we do that with your dealer's choice? How about that? Because we got to go to break, maybe, bro. Maybe I'll spend time tomorrow on it. Okay, well, I won't be here, so do it. I know. Well, that's my point is that I'll, I'll be able to really kind of jam down my opinions here. Yeah, and I won't be here. So that's right. Just, I don't have to yeah. deal with you. I'll still get some sort of remnants from it as well. Like, but you know, whatever. I'll get the shrapnel somewhere. Yeah, you will. But, yeah, you'll uh, hear. But about anyway, it. big deal or no deal is next. Cap. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. All right, Cappy, so this one um, is kind of for you because I find it, out of everybody here, you're probably the only person who would ever consider this, right? So a woman rents out her side of the bed for an extra $600 a month. 
Yes, just the bed, just the unoccupied side of her bed. Not the whole bed, not the bedroom, but just the other side of her bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her side hustle is part of what's called the hot bedding trend. Hot bedding is, quote, excellent for people who are able to detach emotionally and sleep next to another person in a completely respectful and non-strings-attached manner. <laughs> And while I guess like um, hot bedding is kind of starting to take over TikTok a little bit, you know, there are a little bit of dangers to that because you never know who you're going to end up sleeping next to. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's like a problem in itself just in dating. Um, Is the hot bedding trend for you a big deal or no deal? I'm going to say it's no deal. And here's why. You guys know me. I'm going to ask a million questions like this. What happens if the person that I rent the other half of my bed to needs to pee in the middle of the night? No, 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 no. No, no. I rented you that half of the bed. I didn't rent you the ability to use my bathroom. I mean, I'm, I'm really confused by the whole rent. Because I sleep alone more often than not. I have my house. My girlfriend, Rachel, has her house. She has a kid. I have a kid. I don't want to leave my kid alone. She doesn't want to leave her kid alone. So we, we live in separate homes. So when I wake up in the morning, half my bed is unmade and the other half is perfectly made. I'm happy to rent my bed to somebody. Who wants to sleep with me? Well, I think those are all like stipulations and things that you would have to decide for yourself. Like, oh, it costs extra if you want to get up to use the bathroom. Okay. All right. Per so is it, six, is it $600 a month to rent the no, other this, half this of my bed? this woman said that she makes like $600 a month herself because on, on occasions, it's like per occasion, per night, she rents out her half of the bed. Who's the, who is the person that wants to rent the half of the bed? Who's I feel that like person? there's... Okay. That's, that's not... I feel like that's not even half the problem. You'd have probably hundreds of people that would want to. I mean, I was looking for a roommate, and I keep getting all these things on this roommate app. I get, like, hundreds of little dings a day of people that want to be my roommate, and they know nothing about me. So if, hmm. I could see people wanting to rent, you know, they see a, a girl, and they're like, oh, hey, I want to rent that girl's side of the bed. I got news for you. Uh, my kids went back to college. I got two extra bedrooms. They're sitting empty right now. I'll rent the whole bed to you. You can rent the whole bed. I'll allow you to use the bathroom, okay? Closest to the bedroom, yeah. You can't use the kitchen. Don't drink my coffee. And you got to be out of the house by 7 a.m. the next morning. Anybody interested in that deal? I'll be over for a Monday night game. You are welcome, my friend. And by the way, you and me sleep together in the same bed. Let's do it. Completely professional relationship. You and me not going to get down. I just want to say that one time I had to... When I was staying in a hotel with one of my friends, like a guy friend, who is literally just my guy friend. And um, we got there and it was supposed to be two queen beds, but it was only one king bed and they were all sold out. So I totally like put like uh, pillows in between like the two of us in the bed. I did that one did time. You? I Yes. I had, oh, I, I slept a... in the same bed with my friends. No pillows. No, no, no. Because I feel like that guy kind of liked me. So. Oh, I, yeah. That's different. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. I had but, a, you uh, said, but you just said he was just your friend. He was oh, just my her. friend, and that's all I wanted. No, he was just your friend yeah. to you. I made it very clear, but that doesn't change that he still liked me. That's true. I had to sleep in the same bed this weekend with like my friend because they messed up the room situation like you. So we had like this huge king bed, and they were like, oh, crap, and they couldn't fix it because it was booked. So it was my friend, me in the middle, and then my boyfriend. It was like, the weirdest thing ever. At least it I'll was tell a you, I'll t- this is- <laughs> So weird. So weird. I was like super, Oh, hell no. I would have raised hell. We were pissed, man, but because of the wedding, like, and it was a three-day weekend, this, so this, everything this, was booked out. This is where 
All of us. So this weird. is where you. This is where you have like when you travel a lot, you pull rank on that stuff. But it's the hotel. They're like, like boutique. Yo, you know what I mean? They're not see, chain. Do you, do you see platinum elite member on this uh, I account? Would, I was gonna yeah, say, of course that's you. Hey you there. better, you better find Sedata. a room somewhere. But it's, uh, wait, I have a quick question. Is is you the boo and a friend? Is the friend a guy or a girl? It's a girl. Okay, so you, now it's you and the boo and another girl. Yes. And nothing happens. Hell no, that's nasty. <laughs> I've oh, known her since like mind. 15. In the meantime, in the meantime, the She's boo. She's like 15. I've known her since 15. Oh, I didn't 15. know she was so no. young. 15 no, years we've old? we've known each other since we've been 15 years oh, okay. old. Oh, okay, she, but like she's a grown years. woman. Yeah, she has a, a whole ass husband and a kid. Okay, but she was there by herself, and the boo is probably in bed going. No, he was not. Not everybody thinks like yes, you, Kathy. No, no. Hey, listen, no. listen to me. Listen to me. 100 no. I, I want to tell you girls something. You're going to tell us yes, he was? I'm gonna no, tell you, he wasn't. I'm going to tell both of you girls one thing right now. <laughs> no. You're both wrong. No, I'm, we're not. I'm right. No, and every not. guy, every single guy listening you're, will you're, tell no, you funny. that if you're a guy in bed with two women, that is a dream come true. <laughs> no. Listen, I had this exact conversation about you earlier today. I'm just going to say about this very topic. And how you think that, like, you know, yeah. Not everybody thinks that way. Every yeah, guy. No. no. They don't. Yes. No. Ask Christian. The boo didn't no. sleep that whole night. He had his eyes open the whole night. And you know Christian what he was thinking? Christian was knocked well, out. The whole night Actually. he was thinking to himself, God, I just wish one of them would make the move. I'm no. ready. No. A hundred percent, no. There is st- he such a thing as strictly no, platonic, know. you know, relationships no, there is not between such a, a thing man as you strictly platonic. You had a woman. Wrong and, and gross. You know, there are no, plenty no, of friends I'm that right have like a- a not gross. A <laughs> brother-sister relationship where that is not even remotely yes. in the cards. Like, like you and the guy that you slept in the same bed with that wanted you, but you didn't want him? Is that like that? That one wasn't that one was like different. that. <laughs> that one wasn't like that, but I'm saying there are plenty of them that yes. are. I have friends like that, that we've slept on the same bed. They're guys. They're, you know, we are strictly- friends never have we ever done anything nor did we want to do anything with each other and nothing's ever happened they're just friends they're like my brothers that's gross yeah Cap. i have like 20 good guy friends that i would have felt way more comfortable sleeping in yeah. a bed next to than that p- specific person that's just 20, the situation I, 20, I found myself 20 in. 20 female friends that i've never slept with that if i'm sleeping in the same bed with things could go down well that's you yeah, that's again you, that's bro. you yeah come on george back me up on this will you I would say more. Most men, I would agree, Cappy. But there are outliers to these situations. Yes, I guess the yeah. boo's an outlier. He is very much so. I'm happy with that. Hey, boo, why don't you tell her the truth? <laughs> what the? Anyways, next one, Lindsay. I think. Yes, right? please. One more quickly. You never gave us your thoughts on it, George. <laughs> I mean, we don't have time. Just go. Just move on. <laughs> he are we me. still talking about the six hundred dollar bed? So, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember what we started this conversation. Well, well, moving along. So I'm not renting my bed. Yes, go ahead. Move along. Yes. Uh, Peyton Manning you. and Eli Manning, of course, yes. hosts of ESPN's Manning Cast. They yes. released a really funny video. Oh, over the, the commercial was yes. great. They yes. said that they're looking for a third host to join their show. And all kinds of people made um, cameos at front yeah. on that video from Mike Tyson to Kirk Cousins. You like Tom that? Brady. Olivia Loved Dunn, it. Tom Brady. Who would you guys want to see as their third host? I thought the funniest part was they just shut the lights out when Tom Brady and a dog sitting there and they just like just kept it moving. Um, who would I like to see with those guys? I'd like to see like a, a, a like a sports like a comedian, like a legit big time comedian who also loves sports and not Kevin Hart because we see Kevin Hart all the time already. Um, and I love Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart's been on first take a million times or whatever. I'd like to see someone like different um, than Kevin Hart. I have a good one. Cappy, what about you? I actually don't want anybody. I like Peyton and Eli, just the two of them. In fact, I think they overguessed the show. Okay, but that's I, not the question. 
Oh, the question is I have to give a third co-host? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want a third co-host. Okay. Well, they there do. There you go. There, there's your answer. Which one's yours, Lynn? Mine is The Rock. Oh, oh there you go. One. He's been on, I think. Yeah, but he would be good as like a, a full-time co-host. Regular? The, yeah. Come on, The Rock is everywhere also. I mean, if you're, if you're oversaturated from Kevin Hart, you're not oversaturated yeah, from The Rock? too busy, too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, JT. they stream JT. out of their basement. I feel like he could make pop in on a Zoom for, you know. Justin Timberlake? Is that what he's in? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a big sports guy. fan. Yeah, he's yeah. a huge sports guy. I mean, he's not a comedian, but yeah. No, but, no, but he's know. funny. He's witty. Yeah. 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 All right. That is uh, Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at approximately 630, sometimes at 635. All right. Dealer's Choice is up next. And then there was something else I think I wanted Cappy to talk about, but I don't remember now what the hell that was. I know was. what it was. Okay. So, good. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, you skip Bayless, but you're going to save that for tomorrow when I'm not here, which is probably right. better anyway. Right. Yeah, I don't uh, want you uh, shutting it down. Yeah, anyway. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Shout out to Mr. Freed, by the way, if you heard that rejoin. I did indeed. We gotta think we gotta figure out how to separate Evan and Canty's names. Because every time I hear it, I think that his name is Evan Canty. Evan Canty and Michelle? Yeah, I think we got to figure that out, but I like the name of the show. Listen, I'll tell you what, to the girls, Michelle Smallman, once a George Sedano producer. How about that? Now a big-time star on radio. I like the name of the show on Sportsman. I think that's very – I like it. You know, so many shows get, like, named the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You know? My first ever radio show was called The Drive. I and then, and then all these years later, how many how many stations have a show from four to seven p.m. called the Drive or the Drive? You were the original Drive. We were the original. Well, I just stole were you it. really, or did you steal it from someone? Well, I stole it from from uh, John Elway's uh, comeback win over the Browns. Oh, uh, you had to bring that up. Yeah, that's how I got it. Lindsay wasn't even born yet. I don't. Think. Nah, she doesn't know about that. She only heard. I mean, about she it. knows, no. but not firsthand. Right, right. Yeah. Ernest Biner fumble. Oh, you know, should have given it to Kevin Mack. Mm-hmm. And the drive. That's what happened. <laughs> um, Cappy. Yep. We got seven minutes for your dealer's choice. Go ahead. 
I don't think this will take seven minutes, but I do want to say something. My life is different today than it was just a week ago. I have discovered something new. I suspect I'm very late to the party. Oh, here we go. I'm willing to ex- be late. That's I'm willing sure. to accept that I'm late to the party. Uh huh. But I found something that is life altering. Okay, and it is Instacart. Oh my God! <laughs> Welcome to like Welcome 20... to 2020. Yeah, the pandemic. Seriously. Yeah, guys, that was, I swear, that thing, I swear that, to you. Yeah, I mean, I've come on. never, I've never used Instacart. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll tell you why. Mostly because I you like to I, go to the grocery store. I love to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I actually love grocery shopping. Okay. Um, and and I I can do it efficiently, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take that much time. I so I like going to the grocery store. Yeah. I like looking at the produce. Okay. You know, I like, like to, squeezing squeezing the nectarines. Well, more like like avocados. You know what I mean? Like I want to get I want to get four avocados, two right. that are ripe over the next two days, and two that are going to be ripe in two days from now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, not, I like going to the grocery store. Just saying, not to interrupt you, Cap. That is the one pet peeve I have about Instacart. I use it every week, but that's the one thing I don't like about it is that I don't get to pick my produce because I'm okay. very particular about it. So I so I I went so a friend of mine told me that she was ordering all this food from Instacart. Mm-hmm. And I am like somebody out of the, the Ice Ages. Right. But, what is this Instacart you're, like you're telling You're man. I, right. I, I, no, I, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I can imagine who, this friend telling you, and you're like, wait, what? what what's that? What you're is, telling what, me? What is Instacart? It, it was kind of more like, I feel like I've heard about it, and I kind of think I know what it is, but I've never used it, and I don't have it on my phone. Mm-hmm. So she tells me that she's ordering all this food from Instacart, right? But she's hyper, hyper anal, this chick, right? So, like, if, if she's, like, on the phone going, dude, it has to be this, and if they don't have that product, you need to call me because if I don't have this exact product, I will not be able to make this meal for all my friends. So she's super, like, I mean, really uptight about it. You know, me, I'm like, hey, listen, if they don't have this, get that. It's a comparable product. So on Sunday, or maybe it was Monday, it was Labor Day, I'm out with Rachel, and she says, well, you know, what else do you have to do today? And I'm like, well, I got to get to the grocery store, because I have nothing in my house, and, you know, my daughter's going back to school tomorrow, I got to put food in the house. She's like, why don't you just use Instacart? And I'm like, yes, why don't I use Instacart? So I downloaded the Instacart app. I think you have to pay for, like, a membership. I think it was, like, no, $99. No, 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 there's not, you can do the free version. Really? Yeah, they, yeah. You get like a free 30-day trial. Maybe it's shorter than that, but there's a free version. 14 days. And then you get like a discount. Otherwise, it's same with like Uber Eats and yeah. DoorDash. You're just, all you're doing you. is saving the fees. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was like $99, but there was supposed to be this discount of 50 so it was supposed to be 45 I don't know. I feel like I got charged $99, but there was like free delivery for the, I don't know if it was the first 30 days or whatever. It's spend this much. We deliver for free. I got to tell you guys something. I don't use DoorDash very often. I don't use Uber Eats very often. I mean, really, really, I'm talking like two, three times a year. Right. Instacart, life changer. Oh, boy. No, because because really honestly, is. like I, I think I spent $100 on groceries, and then I think I gave a tip, whatever it was, and the maximum tip that they asked you was 15%. What? Yeah, no, that's like, not true. No, no, I, I'm almost I, sure. It automatically set, defaults it to 15, but you can change right, it. Right, I set mine to 20 when I I've been buying Instacart for my mom to do groceries since uh, since COVID, and 
And it, I mine is twenty percent. Okay, I, I didn't set. I didn't set it. To me, it just said, "Hey, how do you want to tip? Five percent, ten percent, fifteen percent." Like it just gave me those options, mm-hmm. and I chose fifteen percent. Okay, fine. <laughs> I thought, well, that's it's less. Well, then than you're 20. not going to get the good produce. Well, I'll tell you, the girl who did the the shopping brought me George an absolutely beautiful cucumber. I mean, oh, this is a this is a beautiful. this is a beautiful cucumber. I'll have you know. Now, okay. is it one of those mini cucumbers or no, no, a real no, cucumber? No, this, this is like size. a real full-on cucumber. Because, you know, they got the mini cucumber. Right. No, those they're very they're, cu- Those are cute. Are those like, I think, are they called the Persian cucumbers? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, so, so big, giant cucumber, George, mm-hmm. and a couple of wonderful red peppers yeah. that I can slice up and put in my hummus, you know. Right. But I thought she did a great job. So here's the deal. It was like $101 for groceries, like yeah. $15 for the tip. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it saved me probably an hour and a half of my life between driving to the store, yep. shopping, mm-hmm. coming home, putting stuff away. Yeah. And and by the time I got home, yeah, the groceries were sitting on the doorstep. Look at that. Now look, I get it. I'm late to the party. I understand. Yeah. yeah. But Shocker. hey, Instacart. Hey, Instacart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life changer. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. All right. Cool. I mean, Cappy, there may be other people out there who don't use Instacart. You may not be alone. I mean, I feel like you're probably alone. You are, but, you know. I feel like there's... You guys think I'm in the minority of people? Yes, yes. Well, you think most people use Instacart? During COVID, most most people people, have used it before, Mm -hmm. yes. I I feel like most people I know got used to using it regularly during the pandemic because they didn't want to go to the store. Right. I mean, my my mom, who, as we've discussed, is is old and is dealing with health issues at the moment... um, you know, during the pandemic, and I never stopped. I just told her, Mom, you don't need to go to the grocery store. You're too old. Like, it just, like, you, you like. <laughs> You're too old. Well, no, just literally, like, she would walk there, like, and and then take, like, an Uber or, like, a cab back. And I was just like, no, don't do that. I just have it delivered to you. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm, uh, I missed the whole Instacart craze during COVID. I got into the Peloton craze, but I never got into the Instacart, and now, wrong, life changer. Wrong, but the, wrong phase to get into. The only thing, the only thing is, is that now I realized how many things I didn't order, and I want to do like another order. And I'm also having a hard time finding some items, things that when oh, I yeah, go to the grocery uh, store, sometimes things get yeah, sold out, yeah. depend based on the stores in your general area. But like Vaughn's, mm-hmm. for example, they do this thing where they pull the chicken like off the rotisserie chicken and they package it in like this plastic thing, and I like to have like chicken just in the fridge but it's already pulled i can't find it on instacart you gotta look under prepared foods or you could search yeah. for it what i have tried I, I will say cap that um you can change you can choose replacements yeah. and don't yeah. do it on a weekend if you do it on like a saturday or sunday then most things are going to get sold out mm. yeah anyway i just yep. want to shop on a tuesday yep. yep just giving you guys I, a little note little note instacart pretty good yeah good i'm glad you it's brand you, new you just know, dropped w- welcome Welcome to 2020, as Lindsay said. That's not right. helpful at all. Yeah. Cappy, <laughs> excellent work. You can say whatever you want about Skip Bayless tomorrow when I'm not around. And uh, have fun with Greg. Lindsay and Laura, excellent work. Funchy, excellent work. We will talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you next week. But the crew will talk to you mañana. See ya.